right, welcome to the Fantasy Football Edition of the Pre-Gamers Podcast. It's your boy Lance Powers, and I am joined by... Hey. Hey, what up, EJ? Yo, man, we it's crunch time, man. We are down to that last run before the Fantasy Football uh, playoffs start. It's crazy to think that... Yo, man, the, the season is, you know, it's it's about half, a little more than halfway over, but the fantasy yeah. season is is coming to a close, man. So uh, how you feeling, man? You ready? I'm I'm feeling pretty good. I, I'm going to tell you, I took a tough loss last week. I really? went up against somebody who literally had their whole team, like, firing on all cylinders. Dude, oh. that was me last week, man. I think you went against me. So, but yeah, who, uh, who did they have? Let me, so I just, I want to know who starts Rashad Penny. Like, who knew to have Yo, are you serious? So, listen, so I played against, I went up against my cousin. He had Ben Roethlisberger, who Ouch. lost his mind. Um, Corey Davis on yep. Tennessee. Oh, Wow. So he started Devon- Corey Davis and Rashad Penny? Listen, listen, he had Corey Davis, Devontae Adams, Ezekiel Elliott, wow. and Rashad Penny. Wow, yeah, you ain't have a chance, man. And, and this is cr- and I had Mahomes, I had McCaffrey, I had Ebron, <laughs> and I had Chicago defense. That's still- crazy. Now that's crazy. So, I was pissed, needless to say. Yeah. I was pissed. I could imagine, man. That's yeah. That's one of those. Th- Yo, last week was a crazy week for fantasy, man. I'm gonna tell you about one of my teams, man. I'm gonna tell you who I had on the bench first, because this is crazy. I had Mark Ingram, Oof. Nick Chubb, Eric Ebron, and Matt Breida. I had them all on the bench last week. And my team still scored 160 points, man. Damn, that's pretty good, though. Yeah, man. I had um, Jared Goff, um, uh, McCaffrey, uh, Kamara, um, Aaron Jones, Brandon Cooks. Uh, my defense, I forgot who I had on defense. I dropped, I, I, I forgot who I had on defense. Oh, yeah, I had the Redskins defense who, you know, they didn't give up points and they forced some turnovers, so they did good. Um, yeah, man. I'm for, oh yeah, and Julian Edelman. So yeah, man, my team, my team did good, man. And then I think uh, Trey Burton managed to get a touchdown, so that salvaged his day. So yeah, man. So that's all that matters. Yeah, that's all that matters, man. So it's crazy, man. So I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and get started on the who made you look stupid um, last week. Nick Chubb made me look stupid because I had him in three leagues and I benched him in all three leagues. Um, fortunately for me, I won all three of those leagues because my teams were stacked and they just went off. Yo, la- last week was a crazy week for fantasy, man. Yeah. But uh, who else made me look stupid, man? Um, there was somebody else, man. I know Marquez Valdez-Scantling made me look stupid because he ain't do nothing. T- Tyler yeah. Boyd. Oh, Tyler yeah. Boyd, man. Uh, jo- Jordan Howard, too. Jordan Howard. I start. Yo, I'm. Yes. Yo, man. I Listen, folks. This is, a, pub- <laughs> this is a public service announcement. <laughs> I'm going to take one for the team, y'all. I'm just going to bench Jordan Howard for the rest of the season so y'all can flourish. 
Because every time I start him, he's trash. So yeah. I'm going to do it for y'all, man. Yeah, man. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I had I had Jordan Howard playing, did nothing for me. And then, you know, last week I had Hopkins and Sanders on the bench. Yeah. So I, I had Christian Kirk out there who, you know, I'm figuring they're playing Kansas City. Right. They're going to have to throw a lot. And I'm pretty sure I think he might have caught one pass. <laughs> one pass. Meanwhile, David Johnson went off. Yeah. Uh, so he made us look smart because we were big on David Johnson, and we did say that um, that was a that was a trade low, a buy low candidate. So uh, I'm glad that worked out. I got ta- yeah. I got to take a, I got to take a people and boy right here. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> they finally realized that this dude is good. So I'm happy about that, man. Hopefully that'll help me out in a in a playoff run. So yeah. um And just one more thing I, I, about looking stupid. I, I'm not gonna I mean, maybe I'm I'll I'll be honest with you. Um Marlon Mack did not come through for me last week. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I forgot about I can't forget <laughs> to mention Marlon I, Mack. I will say he did score a two-point conversion, but, yeah. I mean, just listen to this. He had two catches, nine yards, 12 rushes, 29 yards. It just – I don't know if it was Jacksonville or just after the weeks he had before, I was i was hoping for something. Right. Big, but it just didn't happen. Yeah, man, not, a, not, not at all, man. So, yeah, he was a big-time disappointment. But – um. You know who's not disappointed right now? <laughs> My boy Aaron Jones, man. He, I'm, a, I, I already feel good now. I'm good. I'm good to go right now. You know, like it, it feels so good when a player of yours scores a touchdown on like the first drive. You just like, yo, I could relax. So, yeah, man, I'm feeling good about that. Um, but uh, let's talk about running backs, and let's talk about the playoff push so this is this is this is a strategy that uh, a lot of people don't really deploy but you know a few of the you know so-called fantasy experts my myself included you know i consider myself a somewhat of a fantasy expert that's why we got this podcast um what people like to do is to try to get a handcuff running back just in case you never know what's going to happen. You know, somebody could get hurt. Some They could decide to rest people. You, we All of a sudden, there's people who are coming out of nowhere as of late. You know, you got people like Aaron Jones. He's balling now. Even Derrick Henry is like, yeah. he's starting. I, I actually picked him up in two leagues. He was, he was sitting there in a the free agent pool, and I was like, all right. Well, I'll go ahead and pick up Derrick Henry. So um, we're going to talk about handcuffs. um, And we're going to just talk about who we think are the most valuable handcuffs. And, um, you know, why we would would stash those people, man. I don't know uh, if you want to get it started or not. Um, Sure. And, And I will tell you. One who I actually played him earlier in the season, and I'm telling you, just the way he was looking at last week, it was making me real nervous. Right. Just going back to Marlon Mack, I, I don't think he's still hurt, but there have been times where like Naheem Hines has right. come in, 
where they've used that other guy, Wilkins. Well, yeah. I think, I think to me, I still like Hines a little better as a handcuff, just because he seems to catch the ball a little bit better. Right. But Wilkins, I mean, like he'll he'll have some really nice runs. Right. I think he might be the fastest out of all three of them. I think so too. Yeah, I think. Um... Marlon Mack, he's definitely the most complete. It's it's like he takes something from all of the other running yeah. backs in there. Uh, but yeah, I think Jordan Wilkins is the is the most explosive, and Naeem Hines is definitely the uh, pass catching specialist. So yes, yeah, so I think um, either one of those guys, and I agree with you. I think I'd rather have Naeem Hines because you know when you can catch the ball out the backfield, man, you are. You're essentially game script proof, man. Like, you know, as some exactly. whether you're going against a good a good defense against the run or a bad defense against the run, you know, you could always eat if you can catch out the backfield. So, um, yeah, man, I'm not mad at that one at all. Um, someone who I like as a handcuff, and this person is strictly a handcuff. They, as of today, are completely worthless <laughs> but if you know um you know if this particular person gets injured then you know this guy could definitely be of value and uh that person is Malcolm Brown for the Los Angeles Rams the backup to Todd Gurley uh I mean so you got Cooper Cup is hurt already so, yes. you know, the Rams, you know, looked for the Rams to maybe have, well, they, they have a balanced offense as it is, but, you know, there there might be a few more runs now. Let, with me, let me ask you a question. This kind of goes in the spirit with handcuffs and late season injuries. Yeah. I wanted to ask, because this guy is still out here in my league, and, you know, I'm always, you know, looking for this time of the year, people, you know, that you can kind of plug in and play. Right. How do you feel about that receiver, Josh Reynolds? On I, Rams? I, did, I did pick him up in one league. Okay. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So I do. Hey, man, um, I think I think the Rams will use him. They used him before. So there was a there was a game. I can't remember who they went against, but there was a game that Cooper Cup was out and he scored two touchdowns in the game. So um, the Rams are always what I like about the Rams. The Rams are almost like Golden State in a way of football. And the reason why I say that is because they they're always playing the mismatch. You know what I mean? Like they're never you never really see them force feeding a particular player at all. Not even Todd Gurley, man, with the numbers that Todd Gurley puts up like. He doesn't even get that many rushes. You know what I mean? You know, it's not like an insane amount of rushing opportunities. They're incredibly efficient. And like they've just got they just got some stuff drawn up, man, where they take advantage of mismatches. And it just seems like the guy who the guys who they pass it to are always open. You know, so I could totally see Josh Reynolds being a guy that you can use immediately against the Kansas City Chiefs this weekend, so or this Monday. So, um, yeah, I, I actually like him, and I did pick him up in the league, and I'm contemplating whether I want to start him this week or not. So, and I, I will tell you, as you were talking through it, I had Christian Kirk, and I sent him 
to waivers. <laughs> I, I think you know what I'm gonna put him on, on my bench and I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna monitor it this yeah. year. And I'm gonna see how he does. I agree, man. And he's 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 borderline. You know, you could well. I mean, Cup is gone, so he's starting. But you know, he's in a way, I guess, someone who fits right in the conversation that we are having. You know what I mean? So, um, I think he can be, you know, a a, a solid player, a good flex uh, wide receiver, and I think he has good upside, man. Because yo, man, the Rams—they just manage like it's, it. Just seems like they have room for four skilled players. To sure. to produce every week, that's crazy, man. That's crazy, but they they got it, and I and I I can totally see Josh Reynolds producing, man. Um, but what I do want to say about Malcolm Brown is, you know, we've seen very little of him. He I saw him in a preseason. He looks great in the preseason, and then we saw him do an extremely athletic play in the Saints game where he tiptoed on the sidelines and got that touchdown. Incredible, incredible athleticism on that play. And that's all I needed to see. I know they're in good hands if something were to happen to Ty Gurley. So that's somebody that you would want to have as a handcuff. Uh, I think you have him as a handcuff if you have Todd Gurley. And the reason why I say that is because here's something I like to do. Sometimes I like to just have a handcuff for the sake of having a handcuff. He, I might not even have that running back. I, he just might be somebody else's handcuff. And that way I get, I, you know, if that person gets hurt, I still have my guy and now I got your new guy. You know what I mean? So, um, someone who's always solid, man, but you know, has been relegated to the bench thanks to, an injury last year, Spencer Ware. Spencer Ware, said, yeah. he's still a valuable handcuff. Um, Austin Eckler, you know, definitely. Uh, we, you know, we see he's he's an all right player. You know, when when Melvin Gordon is healthy, so you know, if anything were to happen to him, he's a good look. Uh, you got anybody else? Well, one person I wouldn't necessarily label them. I mean, they could be a handcuff. Just a player um, over, the, like you said, this last week in fantasy was kind of crazy. And I was looking just in general, like at the Bears receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, Taylor Gabriel has kind of like taken steps back. I see. Um, so now I see this guy, Anthony Miller. I'm also looking at Robinson. Come, Of course, somebody had Robinson in my league. Of course. But Miller was available, so I took a gamble on him. I dropped somebody who was doing. I dropped Jalen Richard, who's been doing nothing for me. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel you on that one. So yeah, these Bears receivers. I mean, which is seems strange to talk about because I haven't talked crazy. about Bears receivers in so long. But uh, how do you feel about those guys? You want to know an interesting fact? I do. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky is the number one quarterback. As of week six, starting from week six to now, Mitch Trubisky is the number one quarterback in fantasy football. So, yeah, so that's crazy, isn't it? So um, (laughs) you want to talk about a team that has multiple players that can. It's just so it's so crazy. Like we're we're all expecting for like this to end. But it looks like they they figured something out, man. And I still 
I still don't think Trubisky is that good, man. But that offense, that it's working. It's working yeah. for him, man. So you got to stay in the flames and you got to keep it going, man. Um, and, uh, yeah, I like Anthony Miller. Like you said, it looks like uh, looks like he has uh, supplanted uh, Taylor Gabriel, man. He's the young rookie uh, wide receiver, and it looks like it's his, it's his time now. So, um, yeah, I'm with it. That's definitely – uh, somebody who can make a difference in in the playoff run as well. So, and if I'm not mistaken, I think Chicago has a pretty decent playoff schedule as well. So that's yes, that's and definitely. That is, and it's funny you mention that because when I was looking, you know, I have Mahomes, and you know, Kansas City has only lost one game. Right. So I gotta figure at one point I may need a new quarterback, you know, to step up Smart in his place. Move, yeah. And that's why last week I had to drop. Um, I had to get rid of Stafford, and I had to pick up Trubisky because he's been. I mean, I feel the same way that you do about him as a player. But like you said, I, they got something. Something is working. Something is working. Trubisky is is the new is the new Blake Bortles at the at the end of last year. I guess you yeah, could say exactly. So um, yeah, man, I got to roll with it, and I, and I feel you on that one. You definitely gotta have an insurance policy. I'm actually rooting for like the Steelers to keep winning football games and, and the Patriots to keep winning football games. So Kansas City is forced exactly. to keep playing their starters because um, I need it. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm totally with you on that. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm glad the Saints beat the Rams the other day because I got a few Rams played. Although you know I don't have Gurley in any leagues, so I wouldn't be mad if they rested Gurley. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> The the listen, man. The road to the championship goes through Todd Gurley. All right, like you, if you want to win your fantasy championship, there is a good chance that you will be facing Todd Gurley, man, this year. So, um, yeah, man. So I I wouldn't mind <laughs> if they I I would take the L on Brandon Cooks if that meant them resting Todd Gurley. So, uh, but I'm not counting on it. So, um. Uh, anybody else you got as a handcuff, valuable handcuffs? Not really right now. I think those are probably about it for me. Um, other people who I have been considering, you know, I have Ebron who's been out of this world, but like Doyle is still available. And, yep, yep. And I just, a part of me wonders if one day I may have to pick him up um i do have jared cook but like the raiders just can't get anything right he's so unreliable man like you just don't know what you're gonna get out of jared cook i actually have him starting this this week in one of my leagues uh but i don't feel good about it you know what i mean i have no idea what to expect so yeah Yeah, man it's tough uh one guy who i'm keeping an eye on in the tight end is uh Ricky Seals Jones um since Byron left which has taken over uh first of all they've been running at least 10 more plays per game uh which is good for for anybody on the offense and uh Ricky Seals Jones has has run more routes so um and he's gotten a few more targets so he's just someone I'm keeping an eye on I'm not I'm not big on him but um, you know, if you're in a desperate situation, he's somebody who is, you know, he's he's under the radar for a reason. But 
he's somebody who I'm just paying attention to and just seeing, you know, if they look to him more or anything like that. So, um, you know, one of my leagues, I got Austin Hooper as my tight end. And he's another one of those guys where you don't know what you're going to get out of him. So um, Yeah, no, agreed. Yeah, so I wouldn't mind having some insurance, um, you know, if, if, if I have a tight end like him. So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, obviously, uh, listen, if you have injury-prone running backs, chances are if you have Fournette or, yeah. uh, or, or Dalvin Cook, there's a good chance you already have – the handcuff or something or, or an insurance plan. Cause that's what you've had to roll with, you know, the whole year, pretty much. I would keep those guys on the roster. Don't drop them, you know, keep those guys. So, um, yeah, those guys, I feel like, um, those are automatics to me. Um, but yeah, I think that, I think that's about it, man. Um, I'm gonna throw out Jalen Samuel as well. Um, I think anybody, in that, I feel like anybody can run in that Pittsburgh offense, man. I really do, man. Uh, I've seen it happen before. D'Angelo Williams, yeah. Um, obviously James Conner right now. Jalen Samuels, he was looking good last week. Um, shit, I seen Fitzgerald Toussaint's look good <laughs> in so that. <laughs> who actually went to school with me at Michigan. It's Are you crazy. serious? <laughs> yeah. He, he, was in, he was in one of my class. It's crazy, though, because, like you said, I would have – he like he played when I was there, but he was always splitting time with people. Gotcha. And I remember when that happened, I was like, wow, you know, just sometimes yeah. you're just in the right place at the right time. Yeah, man. I remember that, that playoff run Pittsburgh had. And Le'Veon got injured, and they put in Fitzgerald Toussaint, and he was balling. I was like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, man. But, um, yeah, man, so I think that wraps up our segment there. Uh, if you had to choose one, who would the one be? It, 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 it doesn't even matter who your running back is. Let's say if I had to choose one handcuff, who would it be? as the most valuable handcuff? Mm. I would say right now. Um, oh, by, by the way, I forgot one more thing. I, I definitely want to put Edo Smith in the conversation. A lot yeah. of, a lot of people have dropped him um, lately. You know, if anything happens to Tevin Coleman, uh, Edo Smith is a very valuable running back, but yeah, go ahead. I would say for me right now, just one watching this game and, and looking at how, you know, Seattle runs the ball a lot, but a lot of their running backs get hurt. So yes. <laughs> I would say right now, for me, two if I had to pick two handcuffs, I would say right now at this moment, I'm taking Rashad Penny is one of them. Yeah. And then I would probably say, I would guess Yeldon. Okay. Right? Yeah, you know what? That, I'm glad you mentioned that. We're sitting here watching the game, and I didn't even mention any of the Seattle running backs. The Seattle running backs, you know, it's just right now we're playing a guessing game. But yeah. man, if one of them, if if one of those dudes gets hurt, whoever is starting is going to get you value. I was so yeah. mad that Rashad Penny came, and I, I I will admit I got him in a league. Um, that I was shocked that I got him in um, because I think I was 12th 
in yeah. waiver order and somehow I got him. Um, but yeah, I, I started Mike Davis. I actually started him over Nick Chubb last oh, week. I know that hurt. And yeah, well, I ended up winning, which was good. But man, I was so glad when he got that touchdown in the fourth yeah. quarter. I I was True. like, okay, <laughs> I, I needed that because I actually had to come back against the oh, dude wow. I was going against, and I was like, damn, if I had Chubb playing, I wouldn't even have to worry about this, you know. So, um, but yeah, man, Mike Davis or Rashad Rashad Penny. One of those guys, whoever, whichever one is available, I would pick one of them up. I think that those guys are probably the most valuable handcuffs because, like you said, they get hurt a lot, man. Yeah. So I'm at least you, it's every week. It's a new. I feel like every week it, I see a new Seattle running back. Exactly, man. At least with these other guys, we don't know if these other guys get hurt. You know, Todd Gurley. You know, I can't. I don't even know who. I guess. Um, Curtis Artis Payne or what whatever his name is is, is McCaffrey's handcuff now because CJ Anderson got cut. So yeah, he, um he's gone. Yeah. I, I would have said him, you know. I was I was all prepared to talk about him and then he got cut. So <laughs> um yeah, man. And of course, um, you know, uh the only reason why I say Eckler is because they you they still use yeah. Eckler. Even when Gordon is playing, so nah, he's incredible. Nah, I I can't agree with you. With like he's yeah, his value is is ridiculous. Because yeah. I mean, like you said, Melvin Gordon's one of those guys. He's good, but I don't. I think he'll make it all the way through. I think he will too. Yeah, but he could get hurt. Yeah, he could get hurt. And you know they they are not shy about using him. So you yeah. Know. But yeah, man, let's go ahead and get into some of the matchups for this week. Um, you know, uh, who do you, who do you have out here? And of course, you know, people uh, for anybody who's a new listener, uh, our our philosophy is you start your studs unless there's a situation where um, you know either they're coming back from an injury or they or they are playing with an injury or they're playing against a team like the Jacksonville Jaguars or whatever, um, that is a case where we would talk about stud-type players. But other than that, we're talking about the guys who are on the fence or guys who are in the free agent pool. We talked about a couple of them already with guys like Josh Reynolds. Um, and who else did we met? You mentioned somebody else, another wide receiver. Oh, uh, Miller off. Of the yeah. Bears. Anthony Miller. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so yeah, we're just, we're just talking about those other guys who may be a flex or, you know, a, a bye week fill in. Uh, so you got anybody offhand, um, that, you know, you want to, you want to bring up? Well, I'll tell you one person who, you know, I, I kind of, have like totally forgot about them, but I, I have, um, you know, I've used them in the past and I, I'm considering it. I, I'll give you the scenario. So mm-hmm. this week, you know, I have both Marlon back and, um, I have Ebron and they're going against Tennessee who has been like, they've been against running backs yes. and tight ends. Yeah. They're not giving up anything. They're tough, man. They I actually picked up their defense in a couple of leagues, man. Yeah, and I just I mean, I'm going to end up playing them, but 
one person who I was thinking about who kind of was showing some promise last week, and I think it's just by virtue of the fact that his team is going to always be trailing, is for a PPR, I like Theo Riddick. Um, yeah. Just because they're going to, I know they're going to be getting crushed. So, yes. I mean, it's, I, I, w- I was kind of thinking about maybe he'll take, you know, the spot that I had for Jalen Rashard these past God few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like Theo uh, Riddick too, uh, for the same reason that you said. And the Panthers are, you know, they're, they're pretty tough against the run. So, yeah. um, that is that's a pretty good look. Um, I do know that uh, you know they do they they like Carryon Johnson and Carryon Johnson. I think he is a really good running back. Who um, yeah. you know I know I'm starting him in one league against the Panthers, uh, but I think even more valuable is the trade of Golden Tate, and I think that 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 makes Theo Riddick even more valuable. So, um, yeah, I like that. I like that uh, choice there. Oh, and one I definitely got to ask you because I, I paid attention to this last week. So Maurice Harris mm-hmm. on the Washington Redskins. I mean, he didn't exactly have the biggest game, but he caught five passes. Right. You know, and, you know, he caught all of his targets. Are you starting to be a little bit more of a believer in Maurice Harris? or I think I'm, I think I'm a believer, man. I okay. do, man. Uh, uh, much like the Seattle running backs, <laughs> the, the Redskins, well, the Redskins running backs too, <laughs> but yeah. the Redskins wide receivers, they get hurt a lot too, man. And, um, you know, they've already lost Paul Richardson for the year. And Jamison Crowder is having all sorts of uh, injury issues as well. Um, you know, Jordan Reed isn't as dominant as he used, as he used to be. Um, and we all know that Josh Doxson is getting like two looks per game. So, um, yeah, man, I think he's their best option. And, you know, he seems to have earned Alex Smith's trust. Um, and hey, man, if Alex Smith is passing the ball to you, that's, that's good because that, that's, that's always our question mark is, you know, will he pass the ball to you? Um, and he's getting the looks, man. So I, I actually, I'm a believer. I don't know if I'm starting him, you know, this week. Uh, but if I'm desperate, yeah, I could start him as a flex this week. But I, I do believe that um, he looks to be their <laughs> he looks to be their number one wide receiver at least. So uh, he might be flex worthy. Gotcha. Yeah, man. Um, let's see. Uh, do you like anybody on the Giants like a, a Sterling Shepard or Evan Ingram uh, going against Tampa Bay? I still I don't do. know, man, because the Giants are so trash, man. But <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt, man. I feel like Tampa Bay is just so bad that you just have to take advantage of the matchup. Yeah, I, I think yeah, this could be a week for a. Uh... Shepard and um, Ingram. I, I think that, I think they're gonna have good games. Yeah, man. If you can't start them this this uh, yeah. <laughs> this week, when when can you start them? So exactly. um, so those are two guys that I'm 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 good um, picking those guys as well. Um, the <coughs> excuse me, 
the <laughs> you know what I forgot to mention something else with Theo Riddick as well is that Marvin Jones is also hurt and he's questionable for the game. So we still don't even know, you know, so they may be really, really hurting. And, oh, wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, that is something else to consider. And um, I don't know, you know, I think uh, a lot of people dropped the Panthers defense after that Steelers game or before the Steelers game. If you're smart, you drop them before the Steelers game. Uh, they might still be out there. And if they are, uh, I would pick them up for this game because the Lions, uh, you know, we we already know, man. So, Yeah. Oh, and one thing I, I wanted to ask you, this was something I saw um, maybe even a little bit in this last uh, week of games. How do you feel about Josh Adams, the running back on Philadelphia? He's starting to get a lot more carries. And I think um, – so I think he's at least worthy of being on the bench. Yeah. Um, you know, it's so funny. The Saints, you know, they go against the Saints. And this is going to be an interesting game. How do you think this game is going to, how do you think this game is going to go, man? Do you think the Saints are going to be scoring like they've been scoring for the past few weeks? Or do you think it, that Philadelphia might be able to, you know, make it? tough on them I, I don't know I think I still think New Orleans is gonna I, I just man they're in like a rhythm I've never seen they're in a rhythm I don't know how they're doing it man I mean I know they got yeah. I know they have some great players on their team but man I mean they are going to, like like you gotta know the ball is going to Michael Thomas yeah. or Alvin Kamara and I know it's it's easier said than done but damn like yeah. They look unstoppable, you know. And you know, sometimes they don't even use Mark Ingram. You know what I mean? And they still look unstoppable. Yeah. And, you know, and if they're using him too, then it's it's it, tough. It's tough. It's just anybody. yeah, like Philly, they're just I don't know I don't know what happened to that team or I don't even like I'm watching I don't even know who they are anymore. Nice. You saw that touchdown? I did. That was nice. That was nice. <laughs> But, I just uh, need them to get Valdez Scantling involved. It's hurting me. That yeah, right. That should have that should have been Valdez Scantling yeah. right there, man. Yeah, man. But uh, Green Bay looks like they're gonna win this game, man. Um, Green Bay, they figured it out, man. Like th- th- this, that's the thing I couldn't figure out with Green Bay is when they were just getting so pass happy. I'm like, dude, if you can have a running back who is balling the way Aaron Jones is. And now you got a well balanced attack, yo. That's a sk- Yo, Green Bay with a well balanced attack is scary, man. Definitely. So, um, they they look like they've just figured that out, and I don't even know who the hell this dude is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Toyin. Who is that? I don't know. Anyway, um, anybody? So, uh, one guy who I want to uh, talk about who has been coming on. As of late, who people, you know, probably drafted fairly high and has been a disappointment for most of this year, uh, but it's coming on late, is Larry Fitzgerald. Um, he's starting to ball out now, man. Uh, yeah. th- he's definitely getting way more targets uh, since uh, Byron Leftwich has uh, taken over. You know, 
I don't know. Leftwich looks like he doesn't like Christian Kirk or something, man. It might be. I don't I, know. Like I thought he would benefit, and he is not. He is not benefiting from the from the OC change right now, man. So I don't, I don't know. know, man. Um, one thing that I do want to keep track of is the Ravens. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. First of all, I'm starting Alex Smith. Uh, not Alex Smith. Alex Collins. Um, this week. I don't know how you feel about him, uh, but Cincinnati is trash against the run, man. They are absolute trash against the run. Their quarterback situation is looking kind of flimsy right now, man. Yeah. <laughs> Flacco is hurt. I don't know if he's playing or not. You know, Coach Harbaugh is trying to make it mysterious. So um, that's a scary thought. I don't know when he's going to announce the starter. But um, I think either way, whoever the starter is, I feel like it would be smart if they, you know, ran the ball more. Yeah. And um, now that you said I'm kind of I kind of wish I would have put him in my flex instead of Valdez. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like you don't know who's going to I mean, it could be. I mean, for all we know, it could be Lamar Jackson or Robert Griffin throwing the receivers this week. Exactly. And by the way, if Lamar Jackson is, if they announce him as the starter anytime before game time and and you're desperate for a quarterback, I'm picking that dude up and I'm starting him, man, because you, listen, man. He's at least going to get the rushing yards, man. Yeah, and he is. No, he can fly. Yeah, he is at least getting the rushing yards. And the Bengals' defense is – I mean, th- listen, Saints put up 51 points on him last week. And um, obviously the Saints are an elite team, but 51 points is 51 points, man. So, um, listen, man, they don't know what to expect right now. So th- their defense is bad enough when they know what to expect. They don't know what to expect at this point. So, um, so yeah. So, uh, if Lamar Jackson gets announced as the starter, I would start him over a few, oh, quite a few people. So, yeah, man. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, would you start any of the receivers, man, for the Ravens? This week? Um, I don't know. I, I tell you, I have. Other than like really John Brown, I, I don't right. really know how I feel about them. I guess maybe I would start still play him, um, just because, um, like you said, Cincinnati they've been having some real lapses right. on defense, and I, I I think you might be able to play him, but I I don't know if you I can't can. call it, man. I can't yeah. call it. Uh, you know, I, I have John Brown in a league. Um, I. Th- think i'm probably going to bench him just because i just do not know what the situation is because i if i feel like if if flacco ends up playing i don't even know you know we don't even know what what they're gonna do what their game script is cincinnati can be ran on so you know i feel like the running game is gonna take you know take charge so that's how i feel about that man um, you got anybody else that you want to mention just at all, um, as far as any sleepers, replacements, guys on the fence? What um, do you think? What do you think about the Panthers 
Are there any Panthers wide receivers that you would play against the Lions? You know, I would say um, just the way they've been playing. I, I don't, you know, I used to think, you know, Funches was somebody you could trust. And right. I don't know. He's He's been looking real shaky. He's been know? looking real shaky, man. I think if I had to choose, man, I almost feel like I'd rather play DJ Moore, man, because I feel like he could at least get like a deep play or something like that. I feel like Devin Funches and Greg Olson like cut into each other because, you know, Funches is not a burner. You know what I mean? And And he's, you know, he's he's an end zone target, but so is Greg Olson. So I feel like those two hurt each other, you know? Yeah, so. and the thing is, like, they still can't figure out how to use that guy, Curtis Samuel, so... Yeah, 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 I agree, I agree with that and, one, too. And the one thing I do like about, um, like, DJ Moore is they seem to... He's, like, a very, very poor man's Emmanuel Sanders. Like, they yeah. try to give him, like, one or two reverses. Right, like, right, yeah, they definitely try to get him involved. And a couple of times, he's, like, he's gotten some big runs, so, yeah, I mean... I don't really like their receivers at this point, but I think I might actually, like you said, I might pick more yeah. over Funches at this point. Right, right. Um, Steelers go against the Jaguars. Um, I'm going to still start my boys, man. Juju Smith-Schuster and uh, Antonio Brown. I'm a, I'm a roll with them still, man. I don't know how you feel, but I'm a roll yeah. with them. I just don't think... Um, I, I just There's something wrong with like Jacksonville's deep with their they're just not the same they can they can be had they can be had they can be had and and we all know too I mean they these two teams played each other in the playoffs last year and at first it was looking real real bad for Pittsburgh and then they figured something out and that game ended up being unbelievable so um I figure yeah. they gotta be motivated after what happened. That's true, and they've they've lost to they lost to them twice last year. Yeah. So, um, you know, we joke around on the podcast, uh, on the main podcast, it, um, Blake Bortles having their number. So, uh, <laughs> I know they don't want that lingering over their head, man. So, um, yeah, man, I I think um, I think they I think they got a game plan. So, um. Yo, man, what happened to your boy Keelan Cole, man? He fell off the face of the he earth. He fell off hard, man. I, yo, man, Dante Moncrief. at the beginning of this year. Yeah, man. Ever since he made that one-hand catch, man, it's been downhill since yeah. then, man. And it's so funny, man. I I, I don't have him in any leagues now. I, I got him in all of my leagues at the beginning of the year, and I have him in zero leagues right now so um i'd rather have dante moncrief or dd westbrook than keelan cole man that's crazy watch him ball out this week just because just because i said it man i'll tell you too he i think two of my biggest disappointing players who i thought were gonna do something were keelan cole and marquise goodwin i I had such um yeah i i forgot marquise goodwin even existed man is that how bad it's been yeah man Yo, him and I, as long as Garoppolo is the quarterback, he's a good look. But yeah. if it's anybody other than Garoppolo, I'm out. I'm I'm not with it. So, yeah, man. You got anything else, man? Anything else on um anybody from the Cow- Cowboys Falcons game? 
Uh, I know a lot of people were down on the Falcons after that shocking game to the Cleveland Browns, but um, you know, I think they they get things squared away back. They'll be home. So, uh, although Dallas's defense has been all right, man, they've been all right. So yeah, but Falcons' offense is is elite. So um, I'm a, I'm a roll with you know Tevin Coleman still, and you know depending on your situation, man, Calvin Ridley. Yeah, you know, he, he. I think this is going to be a good week for Hooper too. I could see that. Yeah, I could see that too. I could definitely see that. Yeah, man. I tell you, man, Seattle. They they definitely got something going on in a running game, man. Exactly, man. Anybody? I feel like I could go back there and get you about sixty seven. Yes. <laughs> coming off the couch. Seriously, man. But uh, anyway, man, you got you got anything else, man? Before we wrap this week up. That was all I had. Yeah, same here, man. So, um, yeah, man, continue to uh, follow us on social media and, uh, you know, check out the podcast. Check out the main podcast as well. Um, You know, uh, we got some other stuff that we are working on, too, uh, that we will be announcing in the future. Um, So, uh, yeah, stay tuned, man. So until next week. Peace. Peace.